0: Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell.
1: Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. What a season, not just for the Diligent Podcast, but for the Scattered Abroad Network as a whole.
2: Thousands of downloads, and the great thing is, we're just getting started. So
1: thankful to God and the vision of Michael and Caleb to get this going. Just so thankful to to be a small part of it. Of course, we know for the first season here at the Diligent Podcast, we have been asking along with answering the question, How do you handle? There is so many different things in life we don't understand but the one thing that is constant the one thing that is readily available is God but sometimes we have a struggle in our minds or we we're having a difficulty is a better way to put that hearing God's voice you know today uh, people believe that uh, because they are in a certain place in life that God is speaking to them. And certainly the only way God speaks to us today is through his word. So if if if, if God is speaking to you and it's not through the word,
2: uh, you may want to get that checked out. Because the only way God speaks to us today is by the word of God. I want to ask you a question. And I want to ask this question
1: in reference to last year. Now, you may be asking, Josh, hold up, wait a minute. We're almost to June. Why are we still talking about 2020? And I understand that, and I certainly appreciate that. But again, we talk so often about listening to God, about hearing God, about obeying God. And the reason for that is simple. In order to understand God's will for your life, you have to pay attention to what the Word of God says. What is God doing with me? What is this essentially trying to teach me? Again, it seems as if no one wants to talk about 2020, and for good reason. It's in the past. A lot of bad took place last year, and that's
2: understandable. But let me ask you a question. In 2020, God got all of ours, all of ours attention. But were we listening? In the Bible, there are multiple
1: examples of God getting an individual by themselves so they can ultimately hear what he has to say.
2: God will often stop life so you can hear him. God will put life on pause so
1: you can hear what he's trying to say. One example that comes to my mind today is the nation of Israel. In the Old Testament, God constantly spoke to his people, but of course we know they did not listen. God blessed them, gave them everything they asked for. From their departure from Egypt, the exodus going out, they had a problem with idolatry. Of course, we know in Exodus chapter 20, God tells us to have no other gods before him. I always like to consider and pause there in Exodus chapter 20 in those first four verses: have no other gods before me. Sometimes I think we fail to understand how disrespectful it is to God to put something before him. I think about my dad. My dad has done a great deal of things that I know about, and I'm sure uh, many of things I don't know about as well uh, for the well-being of my brothers and I. I wonder how he would feel if I put someone else before him. Oh, this this is my other dad. I'm sure he would feel some type of way, and he should, because he's my dad. He raised me. He took care of me. But very often in life, we try to treat God that way, don't we? We try to treat God as if he's just some other person in our lives. And so he says, have no other God before me. And so the Bible lets us know here that they go out in Exodus 20 to Numbers 10 and verse 10.
2: In Numbers chapter 12 and 13, God tells them to go and spy out the land. Ten come back with a negative report and two have a positive report. Joshua and Caleb said,
1: let's go get this done. I love that attitude in their mindset of of God has already told us the land is ours. What are we standing around for? Let's go get this done. And of course, we know we have the period of the judges. In those days, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And then we have the period of the kings. But if you remember in 1 Kings 8, 1 through 5, The people tell Samuel, Your sons, they they no longer walk in your ways. Give us a king so we can be just like everyone else.
2: And so that's exactly what happened. And so we know the kingdom was united for a total of
1: 130 years, 140 years under three kings Saul, David, and Solomon. And so when Solomon died, his son Rehoboam ascended into the throne. And God divided that nation as an act of judgment, sending ten tribes to the north, the nation of Judah, and sending two tribes to the south, the nation of Israel. Now, in seven twenty two B.C., the northern kingdom went into Assyrian captivity, where their national history came to a cease. And in six oh six B.C., the southern kingdom did the same thing as their sister Judah did, and they went in Babylonian captivity. And here they are again, constantly pushing this idolatry, pushing everything before God. And it's almost as if God put life on pause and God is asking them, God is asking us, do I have your attention now? Consider with me a couple examples of individuals God had to get them by themselves to get their attention. Consider with me, first of all, Jonah. Now, if you remember, the book of Jonah is such a such a fascinating book. The book of Jonah, in my mind especially, is one of those, uh, is, is, is kind of one of those uh, books that kind of teach us, it teaches us many of things, but for me especially, one of the application points I take away from the book of Jonah is the fact that you can't outrun God. God is everywhere at all times. You know, it's almost as if sometimes the things we do and the things we say, we almost in our minds believe that no one would know about these things, but God knows. And so, of course, we know in Jonah chapter 1, Jonah runs from God. Jonah 2, Jonah is running to God. Jonah 3, Jonah is running with God. And, of course, Jonah chapter 4, Jonah is running ahead of God. But if you remember in Jonah chapter 1, Jonah here was fleeing, uh, trying to go down to Tarshish. And the Bible says that Jonah got onto this boat with all these other men. And this great storm had arose. And these men are asking themselves, what's going on? Why is this storm so great? And the Bible says these men began to cast lots. And guess what? (laughs) Verse number seven says, and the lots fell upon Jonah. I don't think that was by coincidence at all. And so these men asked Jonah, what did you do to upset God?
2: And Jonah, really being honest, pretty much told them, "Well, I'm running from God," and as a result of that, guess what happened? These men took Jonah; they threw him overboard,
1: and the Bible says Jonah was swallowed up in Jonah chapter one and verse seventeen by a great fish. And God is asking the question, "Jonah, do I have your attention? How do you handle?" Hearing God when he's speaking to you. Now, God speaks to us in many different forms. Of course, we know in Hebrews 1, 1 and 2, God who in sundering times and divers manners spake in times past to the fathers by the prophets, having these last days spoken unto us by his son. Now, by what means does his son uh, speak to us today? Ultimately, through the word of God. But I've come to realize, and I said it before, there are some things in life God has to teach me through experience that I failed to learn through Scripture. And that's not in any way saying Scripture isn't powerful enough, but sometimes, sometimes we're like Pharaoh and our hearts are heart, hard, our, our heads are hard, as Nebuchadnezzar was. And, and sometimes we feel as if we're on top. Sometimes we feel as if no one can humble us. And so the Bible says Jonah was in the belly of this great fish. Jonah is praying to God. Jonah is trying to make a deal with God. God, if you get me out of here, I I go down to Nineveh. And so the request was granted.
2: And God allowed him to do that. And so Jonah makes his way to Nineveh. People here already have to say they want to repent. So Jonah turned his attention toward God. Jonah said, God, I want to talk to you. I want to tell you what's on my mind, God. But here's a question. Jonah, are you listening to the voice of God? Saul of Tarsus is
1: another example. Don't we don't, you know, I don't want to go take all my time talking about Saul of Tarsus, but of course, just a couple of things. Saul of Tarsus was well taught in the law.
2: He was brought up under the feet of Gamaliel, he was a Jew of Jew, the Roman citizen. He was zealous, and Acts
1: chapter seven. He was there when Stephen was stoned. If you remember, Stephen preached that great sermon. Joseph rejected him. Moses rejected him. Christ rejected him. A brilliant three-point sermon there. And Acts chapter nine, one through four. Jonah, I mean, Saul lost his sight. Acts chapter nine, verse number nine. God had to put him on pause. It was only after Christ stopped him was he finally able to listen to what God had to say. Because if you remember now the story of Saul of Tarsus, he, he thought he was doing the work of God. He thought he was doing what God wanted him to do. And God put him on pause. Now consider with me the fact that God knows how to get you by yourself in order to get your attention. When you was doing life. When you were doing what you would want to do, you couldn't hear God. You know, every year a new year rolls around. You know, when 2019 was coming to a close and we were all looking forward to 2020, I'm sure all of us was putting in our New Year's resolution. All of us was buying our new membership. And it's almost as if God said pause. God said, hold up, wait a minute. Because you thought 2020 was about forward movement. 2020 was about pause. So God will stop life.
2: And God is asking the question, can you hear me now? You've been so distracted with your goals, your plans, what you want to do. God knows how
1: to get you by yourself so you can hear him. As you've been in the process of trying to get what you want in
2: life, God sees you moving further and further away from him. Meaning they say, well, you know
1: what? This year I'm about to advance. I'm about to go to the next level. And we and we kind of sometimes even throw those cliches in there. Well, you know what? I got I got fired off one job, and I'm gonna be the boss on the next job. Well, 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 you trying to pull me down, but I know the Lord is gonna bring me back up once again. We love that kind of saying. We love that kind of preaching as well. But God put a stop to all of that. And God is asking the question, do I have your attention? God will stop everything so he can put you back in alignment with his will. It was only after he got your attention that you finally listened to him.
2: There are some folks God needed us to get away from. We speak so much about social distancing. But
1: you know what we've also done? We've also done some spiritual distancing (laughs) from those who really didn't have our best interests, who really didn't care for our soul. And God
2: allowed us to separate ourselves from them. God broke circles we were afraid to break. I've come to realize, you know, I had so much faith in a routine. And not in God sometimes. So now the whole routine is gone. There is no routine. And God is asking the question, do I have your attention now? When you're certain, when you stop trusting God, when you stop believing him at his word, that's where the trouble begins. You know, even though we're almost to the middle part of this year, you'll never forget I'll never forget how my life changed last year. Let me ask you a question. Does God have your attention? Are you listening to the voice of God? Are you hearing what he has to say, not only in your life, but ultimately through his word as well? How do you handle hearing the voice of God? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Diligent Podcast,
1: where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, You can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God
2: bless you.